Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We're very excited for this show. Remember, new episodes come out every Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Big Red Zone. And as always, tell a friend. This week, we'll talk. I'm solo dolo again. Uh, I'm going to talk about some Celtics news. Uh, the Sox started uh, spring training. Also, we'll get. I'll get into it a little bit more about the XFL being back. Uh, they're going into week three this week. Uh, so I'll talk about my St. Louis Battlehawks as well as people's topic. All that and more in this week's episode of the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast of the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. Uh, I'm running solo today, uh, so get to talk about a couple things this week in sports. But I wanted to start it off with giving a special shout out uh, to my boys. Uh, most of you know I I coach um, high school basketball, uh, coach a JV team, and help out with the varsity team, assistant coach for the varsity team. And um, my guys, my JV guys, finished the season. Uh, impressively turning their season around, finishing uh, their last 10 games, 9-1, and one, which is just I'm very proud of them uh, for what they've been able to accomplish this year. Uh, but my boys, I, I, I'm fired up, uh, you know, a little late recording, but uh, the Varsity boys came from behind. They were losing at halftime and came back to win their first-round playoff game. Uh, really dug deep. It's a lot of seniors on the team, and uh, – I'm just very proud of them, and uh, very it was it was uh, made me nervous, but uh, I'm very proud of them and what they were able to accomplish. Uh, this uh, so far this year and during that first playoff game it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, they're gonna get to play next week. I think we'll record after or before. I'm not sure when uh, we'll record again next week, but. Um, if it's going to be before or after the game, we're not sure what time, what day the game's going to be, but, um, uh, I just want to give a special shout out to them because, uh, it was, it was an awesome, awesome game, um, back and forth, you know, we didn't play, did, made some silly mistakes, uh, at some points in the game, but it was, it was great. I'm very, very proud of them. Um, so. With that said, I want to move on to talking a little bit of when I'm on basketball. I want to talk about some Celtic stuff. Uh, you know, a little slide over the last month or so. Uh, they finally fell into second place in the East, uh, half a game back behind the Bucks. The Bucks are very hot. Uh, they've won their last 16 games, which is very impressive. Uh, in those 16 games. You know, they've played teams like the Magic, the Nets, who aren't that good. Uh, the Bulls aren't strong. Um, but beat good teams like like the Suns, like the Celtics, like the Heat. You know, won some really good games. And uh, that that's why I, I said it on a podcast, how important that Bucks game really was that we kind of coughed up when we, you know, had everyone sitting. If we win that game, it's a totally different story and momentum-wise. But uh, Bucks just continuing the momentum, 
And it doesn't look like they're going to stop. They do have a tough game against the 76ers on Saturday, but then they play the Wizards, they play the Magic, they play the Nets. They don't get another tough one to the Warriors. So Celtics, you know, Celtics got to step up. You know, am I nervous? No. Uh, I still believe this this team is going to be there in the end. Uh, and they got some games here, but they got to play the Cavs again. Tough team. Got to play the Knicks. Knicks have played them tough. You know, we've had a tough time against the Knicks this season. Uh, you know, they got some easy ones mixed in there. The Nets are no slouch, but, you know, they're not the toughest team either. Uh, got a couple games with the Trailblazers, Timberwolves, Rockets, Hawks. It's a lot next few games I'm seeing. So there is some – they're all winnable games, but they got some tough ones in there too. So uh, Celtics got to figure it out. They keep just giving away games, which is very frustrating. Um, you know, I feel okay. I, I put in the notes here, the most important thing for this team is to get healthy. You know, J, JB hasn't been healthy for a long time, especially after that elbow. So we need to get him healthy. Smart's just coming back from getting healthy. Uh, Rob's a constant battle. You know, uh, I feel like we said it. Derek White gets beat up when he plays. so. Making sure all our guys are healthy going into that last uh, that home stretch is going to be so key. You know, I'm I'm looking at the schedule now. We go until April 9th, which is just a little over a month away. You know, that's the keys to this end of the season. It's the last little stretch. What do we got? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, nineteen games left. Just 19, 19 games. Uh, it's huge. We gotta, we gotta stay healthy in these last 19, and then make sure we get that one seed. Make sure we get home court advantage through the playoffs, and try to get back to the NBA finals. It's, it's, it's so crucial. Uh, but health, health's got to be the most important thing. If I'm looking at the Eastern Conference right now, you know. You know, the Nets are falling, obviously. They, they with all the trades they made, they've kind of fallen off. They're two and eight in their last ten, you know, lost their last four, so they're falling out of it. The Heat have been struggling, which, you know, that's that's always good for us. The Knicks have been on a kick, so they're gonna they're rising through the ranks fast. You know, the Celtics have some tough competition in the top of that bracket, but the bottom I'm not too scared of any of these teams. I think we're going to be able to roll. Um, looking at the Western Conference, um, you know, the Lakers, they're fighting for that spot in the playoffs. They're under 500 right now. They're 5-5 five, five and five over the last 10. Uh, they're trying to fight to get into that playing game, but they got some tough competition around them as well. You know, we're looking at the Pelicans that are right above them. That's, that's a, especially when they get Zion back. That's a great team. Um, you know, the Jazz, I like the Jazz a lot. You know, falling from grace from being that one seed, and I know they're, you know, technically rebuilding. But I, I really like that team, and I like what they're building over there. And then they got, you know, teams like the Timberwolves who have the pieces, they just can't figure it out how to put it together. Uh, you know, Dame's right behind the Lakers on their heels. The Mavs have been slipping since they got Kyrie. Can't say I didn't tell you so, but... They're slipping, but the Mavs are right in their way. 
there's some good teams in that top couple spots above them. And I, I don't know if I'm a Lakers fan, I don't feel too good about it. They, they made a lot of strong moves uh, at the trade deadline. I love the D'Lo move. I love getting, um, I love getting D'Lo. I love getting uh, Vanderbilt. You know, they, they got some really nice pieces to add to this team. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a constant work in progress. But I think if they don't make the playoffs, the key person that you may see on the trade, the, the block, is Anthony Davis. Because sitting out again, um, he's not helping this team at all. So uh, keep your eye on that. But And then obviously at the top of the, Top of the conference, you have the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and the surprise, the Kings. Uh, Nuggets are kind of pulling away at this point. They're uh, five games up in first place. They've won seven of the last three, won two in a row. So, you know, but that top five spots, you got the Nuggets, Grizz, Kings, Suns. With the Suns look good with KD, and they seem to be clicking. And the Warriors, those five teams are nice, nice teams. So it's going to be interesting who comes out of the West. I really have no idea. Uh, I'll look more when it gets closer to the bracket time uh, in April, towards the uh, towards the end of our podcast. Actually, um, you know, we'll, I'll look at that and uh, see what the NBA Finals has in store. But it's wide open from a Western Conference, I think, a Western Conference uh, perspective. Looking at, all right, moving on to the Red Sox baseball. A uh, little bit of talk about the Red Sox. Uh, it's early. It's really early. Uh, the Red Sox, and I mean, spring training, it's so tough with spring training because you're not really playing full teams. You're not playing like all your guys. You're playing everyone that's down there. You're not really playing your main guys much. But there are how many games? One, two, three, four, five, six games in. They're. They've tied twice and won all their other games. So they're 3 0 and 2, I guess. But is it bad that I'm optimistic a couple weeks into this, the spring training season? Um, it, they look not bad. Like, I think, I think everyone's harsh on Look, uh, they're not going to win the World Series. Don't get me wrong. They're not, this team is not going to be a World Series caliber team they're they're not good enough everyone knows it even the people and i think in that locker room know it but i don't think there is bad and this is what i've been trying to tell i talked to dave griffin last week i told danny football i don't think they're as bad as people are saying i mean they're over under for wins this season i think i read on twitter was 78 and a half i'd take the over they won 78 games last year with that terrible pitching rotation where everyone was banged up, why not take a chance on they have a better bullpen? The bullpen's better. There's no denying that. The starting rotation, if healthy, is better than last year. There's no denying. If everyone stays healthy and they are who we think they are, the starting rotation is good. Chris Sale, back. Hopefully, he's good as a one. Brian Bellow, good. If he's healthy, solid, solid player. Uh, Corey Kluber, he's going to be a great middle back half of your pitching rotation. 
Uh, and then you get mix in like the Pavettas of the world, the Whitlocks of the world, Paxton, whoever you want to close out your back half of your lineup. It's not bad. And yes, the road, the lineup definitely, definitely has fallen a little, has fallen a lot. But you got to hope Tristan Cassis takes another step. Rafi Devers fills into that role. I like the Justin Turner ad. You know, you got to hope you're you're betting on uh, Yoshida to really be the guy that we think he is. Verdugo, I think, will take a step forward. Kike looks fine at shortstop. I'm happy with him at short. You know, there's a lot of good pieces in here. Yeah, we don't have Xander Bogarts, which stinks. And I think once we get over that initial sting and we see him play his first game in the regular season for them, I think we can get over it and learn to move forward. And listen, I think at least I think these te- I think the games are going to be competitive and I think they're going to be there in the end. I really do. Like I think the AL East is going to be competitive all, all up and down. But I think they'll be there. I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll be there. We'll be talking about the Red Sox come August, like saying, man, they have a chance to make the playoffs. They're right in it. They're right there. And I could be wrong, but and call me a homer if you want, but I think I like what I see. I mean, the pitchers, their two innings that they get have looked good in their first appearances. I think they've looked pretty solid. The hitters, you know, in the few at-bats they've gotten, I think they've looked pretty solid. You know, I think, you know, Kike's looked okay. Um, Justin Turner looks really good. Raffi looks good. You know, I like Rob Refsnyder. I think he could be like a utility guy that would be good. Connor Wong, I think, is going to be a good catcher for us. Uh, Jaron Duran looks to kind of figure out his swing. So there's your outfielder moving Kike in. Hopefully you got to rely on Duran. Uh, Christian Arroyo looks pretty solid. His thing is just staying healthy. He's not an everyday second baseman, but he can fill in for now. So Tanner Houck's look good off the mat. Like there's a lot of positives to be had from this first uh, first couple weeks here. And, you know, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm pleasantly optimistic about this team. Obviously, health is the big concern. I mean, the keys are having stale healthy, which is a big ask. Brian Bello happy. All your starters, you need healthy. Because if one goes down, that's where it starts getting weaker because everyone has to play up, and it's not good. Uh, but if we can stay healthy, we already got our big injury out of the way with Story. If we can stay healthy, I think we'll be okay. I think I think it's going to be competitive. I think they'll win over eighty games. They won't. Maybe I don't like. I don't. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I'm definitely not saying they're going to make win the World Series, but they will at least be enjoyable to watch. It's going to be good baseball game. So keep the faith, Red Sox Nation, and uh, you know, let's see how they do down the stretch of this spring training. And they could add people. You never know. I I think there's possibility that. People get added to this Red Sox team. Um, no one earth-shattering, but I think there's a chance that someone gets added by the end of this. By the you know, I could say by the end of spring training, but also you know, 
within the first few months of the season. By the trade deadline, I wouldn't be surprised if we make some moves. Uh, so keep the faith. Moving on to XFL. Uh, I said it last week, the XFL was back. I'm so excited. Uh, the XFL was such a great addition in uh, bringing it back right before COVID. I, like, I remember early days of the pod, you know, John and James and I did the XFL where we judged all the teams and picked our team, and I picked the Battle Hawks. And then we followed the season pretty closely through up until COVID where it shut down literally shut down the league and thankful for the rock and his investors just that saved it. Uh, but very happy. They're back. The battle Hawks are two and oh, the season two come from behind wins, which has been pretty awesome. Uh, the big story that I love is AJ uh, McCarron uh, quarterback for the St. Louis battle Hawks. You know, he was, you know, always a, he's a well-known backup. He had a pretty good college career and, been a backup in the league for a while and get a chance to start and you know some of the interviews if you listen to them uh it's been pretty it's been pretty nice and special to hear what he's had to say and he's been doing pretty good you know uh leading this team the last few weeks i'm looking at it you know he he has 374 yards on the season Completion percentage of 64.5, three touchdowns, no picks. That's that's pretty unbelievable. Um, he keeps keeps uh, takes control of the ball, save for the ball, doesn't do too much with it. And, you know, it's, it's great. He also has a touchdown on the ground. Uh, only nine yards rushing, but uh, – oh, sorry. Excuse me. He has uh, – 53 yards rushing with a touchdown um, on the ground. And I'm impressed. I'm impressed with uh, what he's been able to do. Very happy for him. Um, He's a great guy. All the interviews, go listen to some of his interviews. And uh, it's it's been very impressive from what they've been able to do. Um, They got a big game this week against the D.C. Defenders. They're 2-0. As well, they both are the two two and undefeated teams in the north. So winner is in first place in the north. Um, for people keeping score at home, defenders are uh, not. I was looking at their game, a little scouting report for St. Louis. Um, defenders are not known for their passing game. Their passing game isn't as strong, uh, and really offensively, I'd relate them to a like a college, a typical college football team. Uh, they're not passing the ball they're they're very much on the ground um pound pound the rock kind of team um to give you the comparison passing it passing yards the defenders have 183 passing yards in two games it's also with the pick um they're compared to their rushing overall rushing uh yards wasn't coming up come on Rushing yards, they're towards the top. I think they lead the league in rushing yards with 313 with four touchdowns. It also leads the league. So they're the best rushing team in the league. Uh, Also, they're not ranked, I would say, like statistically the best defensive team. But they also got one of the best, one of the best defenses in the league. They 
have held their teams to under 20 points. Uh, first game was 19 last week. And last week, there was six points. Held the Dragons to six points. Uh, or sorry, the Vipers. They held the Dragons to 18 points, and they held the Vipers to six points. Uh, but they again, they don't score. They scored 22 and 18 in the last two games. So uh, Battlehawks, if they can get out and get a little bit of a lead, get it going early, um, and able to deal with that harsh defense, they'll be fine. Uh, they need to take away the ground game because if they take away the ground game on uh, take away the defenders ground game, they got nothing on offense. They're really not going to do anything on offense. So take away the running game, try to get after it um, defensively. And uh, I think the Battlehawks will be three and oh, their game comes to you on. Where is it? They're going to play the defenders on Sunday. No. Yeah, Sunday at 12 Central Time. Uh, so, o'clock, I think. Yeah. Help me out with the thing. But it will be on ESPN Extra. So, it'll be good. Good to get the, these games on. It's cool that these games are on FX and ESPN. Uh, you know, some of the other ESPN channels, but ESPN. And, you know, it's. I think it's great for the league. And I think it's great for... Um, people right now that just don't have football to watch right now it's 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 a great league to watch so and you get to watch stories like AJ McCarron and you know who knows he could be in the league and being back in the NFL next year we saw it with PJ Walker PJ Walker balled in the XFL and then he got another shot as a backup quarterback then he got the start and he was a starting quarterback and he's been in and out of the uh starting role uh for the Panthers the last few years because of injuries and stuff like that. So um, it's a great story. It's a, it's a great league, and uh, I'm, I'm excited for to be back. There's 10 weeks total, so we have eight weeks left. This is, you know, week three, so eight games left. Then playoffs, and I, I just can't wait to see what how, how the season unfolds. Um, looking at – let's see. Let's look at some standings here. Come on, XFL. Show me some standings. If you're wondering at home, the also I want to say Battlehawks are Road Warriors. Two two get two and zero on the road. They've only they haven't played a home game yet. I believe this week's their first home game. So, uh, Road Warriors. Uh, we got the Defenders and Battlehawks at two and zero in the North, and then uh, Vipers and Dragons are. Behind them there, both at 0-2. Uh, the Houston Roughnecks have the lead uh, only undefeated team in the South. They are 2-0. The Renegades and a new team, the Brom. Can't pronounce that name. But they're 1-1. One and, one, and then the Guardians are 0-2. So um, we'll keep track on that in the next few weeks, see how that goes. But Go XFL and go Battlehawks, baby. Clear. Uh, I think they changed their changed their little thing there. So I've been saying clear to engage. It's the all the original Battlehawks fans will know what that means. So uh, go Battlehawks and uh, happy to have the XFL back. So like I said, it was going to be a quick pod. So uh, let's get to our final segment of the night: the People's Topic. It's the People's Topic, baby. 
So for people's topic, you can write our Instagram and Twitter page at Big Red Zone. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. Up first, let's see what we got here. This is Big Red. She says she just went on a big trip to Wisconsin to see the homeland. Um, it's good. She she got golf clubs, so she may be going golfing with a uh, little with Mister Big Red. Uh, so let's see how let's see how we do. Um, Ellie, she shouts out WB men's OT playoff game. Yeah, I forgot to say it was a play OT game too. So congrats to the boys. Um, thanks Ellie for your special shout out. Her team is actually playing WB. Uh, she coaches for the girls team uh, for uh, at another high school, and they're playing uh, our 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 girls team tomorrow. So. Um, she has a foot in both camps, I guess. So, um, all right. And let's go to, let's go to Instagram for Joseph underscore Celia. He writes, we did talk Patriots tonight, but should the Patriots draft a punter in this draft? Um, I don't know, Joseph underscore Celia. I mean, they don't have one right now. It wasn't really a great look for Bailey last year I, it doesn't look good for him uh I don't think there I think there's other needs necessary that we got to fill you know last round pick or I think free agency they probably will build that thing I'm more concerned with getting a more O-line beef up the O-line get a wide receiver possibly in the first round and maybe some corner depth or uh more line quick linebackers that's that's what i would say i would be interested in more so i think that's it for people's topics remember you can run in our instagram and twitter page at big red zone leave us a comment let us know what you want to talk about also give us a follow make sure you go subscribe to our youtube channel hit the like button on this video as well as all our other videos make sure you hit that notification bell so you know when episodes drop um you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and have a great week, everyone.